Welcome to the plug-in from our podcast. This is episode three on winter driving with Aaron Jones, our EV expert. Tom, I'm really excited to listen to this. This conversation is going to be very interesting, I think, just from a fact of you know, how do tires affect you? not only your range, but how do you drive in the winter? Is it different in an EV versus a gas-powered vehicle? I think I know the difference, but you know, let's find out what Aaron has to say. Yeah, it's a really interesting conversation, and there's a lot of things that you can take away from it that maybe you didn't even know to apply to a regular ICE vehicle. So it's it's a good talk, and I hope you enjoy the listen. Welcome to Plug In For More, brought to you by EVUniverse.com. EVUniverse is your one-stop shop for all things related to the electric vehicle. Here on this podcast, our goal is to educate, inspire, and hopefully make your transition into the electric vehicle marketplace a lot less intimidating. And now, here are your hosts, Mike, Tom, and Bryant. So Tom, one of the things that that happened in my world this week is my neighbor got an R1T, uh, super cool truck. He brought it over. We went through it. We're going to be doing a video on our YouTube channel about it. Nice. And we're going to have Aaron. Aaron's going to break it down with that gentleman as well. So I hope everyone tunes in. If you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, please go ahead and do that. It's EV Universe. And uh, we're going to be going through that thing with a fine tooth comb, getting that guy's thoughts on the first few months of ownership. And uh, it's, a, it's a nice looking truck. It's seen it in person again. It's been a little while since I've seen one. It's nice. He's really impressed with it. So tune in. Very cool. And this is also a timely episode for me with winter driving. Um, Northern Michigan has been pummeled along with the rest of the Northeast of the country. Um, I got about a foot of snow outside my house right now. Um, had an unfortunate incident a few nights ago with my work vehicle with a deer, which I put me down an all wheel drive charger. Now I'm into a two wheel drive charger with some fairly unfortunate tires. So I'm really trying to heed the, the lessons here from this episode. Very interesting. Well, good luck to that car getting repaired and uh, just really excited to talk to Aaron here. You're listening to the Plug In For More podcast. If you're looking for information on electric vehicles, electric vehicles components, or information on how to reduce your carbon footprint, look no further than EVUniverse.com. EVUniverse.com is your one-stop shop for all things related to electric vehicle. Aaron, I'm really excited to talk to you about tires. I know tires are one of the most underrated things with a car. Uh, People take it for granted, and it's often one of the most critical components. But I hear a lot about uh, EV tires being different from gas vehicle tires, and I don't know if that's composition. I don't know if it's size. I'm not sure what it is, but I would love some input from you on what we're looking at for tires and EVs. Yeah, so I think today my job is going to be uh, dispelling some of these myths when we talk about there being a different um, set of electric vehicle tires compared to ICE vehicles. Um, One of the things we kind of look at is now we're starting to see branded tires for electric vehicles. Uh, Continental just came out with a set. Uh, Bridgestone has a set. Um, But the crazy thing is, is that these tires are just a higher performing tire. They're nothing very special from what we would see with ICE vehicles. It's like saying that Cheerios are now made with whole wheat when they've always been made with whole wheat. But now we're going to slap an EV sticker on these tires and we're going to be able to sell them to a whole different market. Mm. So when we look at like what EVs need, I mean, 
they don't have anything special that you can't get from a tire that's not already produced. Um, so one of the big things and probably the most crucial thing that an EV is going to need is, is a lot more traction. Um, so when we look at traction ratings, uh, it's going to be scaled from AA, A, B, and C. Uh, AA being the most traction you can get out of a tire. Okay. Now, most EVs are going to come with either a AA or an A-rated tire, and they need this because, I mean, heck, they have the torque of a million horses um, <laughs> all the time. So if right. you think about having 100% torque all the time, I mean, you're just going to either sit there and burn out at the light or your traction control is going to kick on and you're not going to have a very uh, fun drive. The other side of that, other than going fast, is being able to stop fast. Um, so we look and I mean, tires are, these cars are pretty heavy and the heavier the the car, the longer it's going to take to stop. Hmm. So one way we can kind of cut the stopping time of a tire of a vehicle is with their tires. Um, so you give a higher traction profile tire, um, the car is going to be able to stop a lot faster. Um, it's one of those things that we often see tire companies test with. Uh, and definitely double A traction tires are going to stop faster than a B rated tire. The next thing up that we're kind of looking at, uh, especially in terms of like efficiency and uh, and just overall EV performance, would be a lower rolling resistance. When, when we talk about rolling resistance, we're talking about like the energy that your vehicle has to send to your tires to maintain movement. So what it breaks down to is how much of that tire is making contact with the road and how much that road is slowing down that tire's inertia. So when you look at like a lower rolling resistance, you want something that's not going to kind of splat on the road as it comes around. So like a softer tire is going to take up more of a footprint when it comes down than um, a harder tire. Uh, the other thing is you want to make sure that you're, Tread patterns aren't so aggressive that it's making more contact with the road. Uh, so we often see low rolling resistance tires having kind of a very aggressive tread pattern um, as far as like tread belts or like uh, tread canyons, we'll call them, um, just because it's not going to make as much, um, much contact. Uh, but the crazy thing is about low rolling resistance tires is that these guys have been around forever. It wasn't until recently that they started marketing these towards electric vehicles, they actually used to be called fuel-saving tires. So I have to imagine that now, you know, as you're explaining through this, there is like a competing interest, if you will. I mean, you want to have low rolling resistance for the efficiency and maybe your your range of an EV, but that's going to take away from traction if you have less of a footprint on the roadway. Yeah, and that's kind of the hard part too. So. When EVs first started coming around, we started seeing, especially with like the Prius um, or plug-in hybrids as well, uh, we mm -hmm. saw a heavy push to low rolling resistance tires. Um, it, at some point in time, you know, it was said that the Prius could not come with any other tire other than a low rolling resistance. So that definitely affected um, people in colder climates yeah. uh, and things such as that because yeah, they're not great for the winter. 
but now as cars are getting more and more range, I mean, we're seeing average range levels at like 270 miles of charge throughout the EV world. Low rolling resistance tires, like you don't need a, a very specific low rolling resistance tire. And a lot of companies are actually being able to kind of accomplish a lower rolling resistance by making lower profile tires. Uh, so giving you some bigger wheels, some better, yeah. some better offset, um, and just kind of running with all seasons. Like all season tires are going to be considerably lower rolling resistant than a summer or a winter. Sure. Um, the other thing you're really going to want to take a peek at is your load ratings. Um, EVs are going to have a higher low rating. Most of the time you're going to see your tire be rated at like XL. Um, this is because they're, once again, much heavier than ISIS. So uh 2022 honda civic uh that's going to be about three thousand pounds uh your model three is going to be about four thousand pounds hmm. uh tom's mach e is going to be about 4500 pounds uh the ionic is 4200 pounds and so forth and so on so standard sedans yeah. and hatchbacks are going to weigh you know almost half a ton if not more than a regular ice vehicle so they need uh, each wheel needs to be able to hold about 500 pounds or each tire should be able to hold about 500 yeah. pounds. Um, but most tires that come on EVs are rated at a thousand pounds per tire. So, um, which is pretty good. Um, if not a little bit more, uh, but other than that, I mean, there's nothing special. Um, Oh, noise reduction. We'll hmm. talk about that because that's, that's kind of the um, the dark cloud of the EV tire world is noise reduction, and all noise reduction is is foam on the inside of the tire. Okay, it's it's a foam sheet that is urethaned on. Um, it sits there in place, um, and it makes the tire a little bit quieter. Um, now, the reason that this is kind of like controversial is because one the, the world's not kind of used to it uh time like tire repair shops facilities like that they're not quite used to them um so a lot of the time we see conversation about these tires are not repairable or okay. we will not repair these tires tire manufacturers in the united states association um they've recently released a bulletin and said that's false Re repair these tires all you want and it only includes like two extra steps so like when when you're repairing the tire you're actually going to remove it from the wheel and you're going to cut the section of foam out that has the impact in it and then it just doesn't go back in and there is no noise difference in the the consumer so we're starting to see especially discount tire like discount mm -hmm. tires made a huge ev marketing push like they're like we love your evs we'll repair your evs bring them into us like Let's yeah. tear this market up. Um, when you look at like consumers being able to purchase tires that are not original equipment with the foam, it's a lot easier than people make it out to be. Okay. Uh, I mean, if, if we look at Bridgestone, Continental, Dunlop, Michelin, Hankook, Goodyear, Pirelli, and a few others all have noise reduction tires that are XL load rating, AA traction, and come in all season, summer, or winter. Hmm. I mean, the Pirellis are the winter choice of Tesla. Uh, Continental makes a low rolling resistance uh, tire. Um, and then the rest of them, I mean, it's not that you need to go 
to discount tire and say, I need a tire for my EV. It's more that I need any tire with good traction. I need tire with a great load rating. And kind of depending on your climate, like, do you need an all-season or can you run with a summer tire? How about longevity for an EV tire compared to what we'd be used to of a nice vehicle? That's where the EVs do have a downfall at. Um, unfortunately, it's kind of just the combination of the beast. Uh, so you take the weight of the EV, you take the instant torque that you're going to have. Um, not only that, but you take the higher traction tire and kind of the more performance-based tire setup. I, I always tell owners that your first set of tires are going to wear out the fastest. That's because you're launching all your friends. You're getting used to regenerative braking. You're, you're driving the heck out of this car, which you should be. I mean, that's you get used to it. But put it to the test. Uh, but, I mean, commonly you'll see about twenty to 25,000 miles out of the first set of tires. Now, there's a lot of ways to combat this. First off, get it out of your head that electric vehicles don't need maintenance. You have to maintain your tires. And that starts with adhering to the manufacturer's recommendation of tire rotations. Now, most recommendations are going to be about 6,500 miles. I honestly like to be a little bit more aggressive. Um, I like to rotate my tires about every 5,000 miles, um, but that's that's because I do oil changes at 5,000. Uh, but you guys don't have to do oil changes, so you're going to have to just kind of remind yourself to rotate your tires. Just as my rule of thumb, um, some people in the industry follow this, but uh, I rotate my tires every 5,000. Every other rotation, I like to get my tires balanced, which really is just handling and comfort of the, of the tires. I like to get my car's alignment checked once a year. That's the best way to kind of provide the longest tire life that you can get out. Um, the other thing we're going to see is that EVs are going to have a little bit higher of a tire pressure. That's load rating. I mean, you're going to need to be putting these cars at about 39 to 45 PSI. Maintaining that will help maintain the life of your tire. It's going to um, help with your efficiency. Overall, it just will keep that annoying TPMS light off in the winter. We are recording now middle November. I'm in northern Michigan, as we all know. I'm looking outside at about two inches of snow fresh on the ground. Now I have yet to have my Mach-E. We're still waiting on that. I got the build date, you know, but I'm thinking about regenerative braking. I'm thinking about all of this torque for electric vehicles that we're talking about. How does that play out driving on slick, icy, snowy roads? I'm kind of hoping that somebody from Ford is going to listen to this and be like, guys, we got to get Tom his car. <laughs> we we, we got to get Tom his car now. Right? <laughs> um, so I, I think the first thing to kind of hop into is do I need winter tires? I'm from usually sunny North Carolina. Um, we see snow about once every four years, so I can't really say that I've had a need to ever put snow tires on my car. Um, but there are a lot of, there, there's a lot of science behind summer, all season, and winter tires. Your cars are going to come off of the line with all seasons. The reason for that is because they're going to be quieter, they're going to last longer, uh, and really, they're just going to be an overall average performance. Like, there's nothing that's going to be too much. There's nothing that's going to be too little. Um, sportier cars are going to come with summer tires more times than not. Um, and, and summer tires are going to have an, a wider profile. Um, they're often going to be much better with traction than all-season tires. That's just because of hydroplaning and, and stopping. Mm. Um, but anything right around 30 degrees and below uh, with all seasons and summers, your 
rubber compound is going to start getting really stiff. And that non-low-rolling non resistance tire is going to become a low-rolling resistance tire because it's not going to be able to grip the road the way it needs to. Okay. So if uh, – this is just my opinion. Um, if you guys see snow flurries once a year, twice a year, it doesn't really stick. Um, all seasons should take care of you just fine. Just be careful. Now – People who need winter tires, a.k.a. you, should swap to winter tires. Um, I mean, they're going to usually have the special rubber compound that works better in colder temps and are awful in hot temps. Um, not only that, but they're going to have a much deeper tread canyon. And this mm -hmm. is to kind of like throw snow and slush out while they're driving. Um, just kind of to help you gain a little bit of traction. Now, as far as like studded versus non-studded i don't i don't know any I, I it's like 50 degrees here today right <laughs> but um there there is some importance in getting snow tires and i think it's important with evs because like we were talking about earlier you've got that 100 degree or 100 percent torque um right. when we look at that too evs are going to come with regenerative braking or, or one pedal driving it's kind of what we're calling it nowadays a lot of EVs are not going to have regenerative braking in the colder weather to begin with. And that's just because it's too cold to kind of put that juice back into the battery. So the beginning of your drive, that region, is probably going to be disabled. Um, but long and short of it is if there are winter conditions on the road, turn off your region. Turn off your one-pedal driving. It can lead to sudden stops, which could lead to sliding. Uh, needing to have traction control intervention. It, it's just smart to kind of take that off and regain full control of the vehicle. Um, now, I know some EVs, you can't turn it off completely, but those EVs usually have a snow mode or, or a winter mode that you can put it into um, kind of for that uh, specifically. Now, um, while I didn't have a lot of experience here, I did work in Norway for about five weeks in the middle of February. And, you know, we drove Model S's, Model X's, all with the region off. And EVs have some of the most insane traction control. I mean, they can save you from just about anything. <laughs> um, but an important message for that, um, and just in my experience, I've seen this so many times, is traction control only works as good as your tires. So my experience has been that a lot of EV owners um, get these vehicles, don't realize that their tires are going to wear out so quickly. They don't have them checked because they're not coming in every 5,000 miles for an oil change. Right. And then that unfortunately... It leads to hydroplaning um, and into a lot of what in the industry we call non-drivable accidents. And a non-drive accident is any time that your vehicle is in an accident that you cannot drive away. That has to be immediately towed to a body shop. One thing to remember is that these cars have an insane amount of torque. And while trash control can do everything in its life, if you have hydroplaned, you are on an ice sheet, and you have no grip left in your tires, unfortunately, it's not the machine's fault at that point. Yeah, so 
Aaron, how much are these tires going to cost me? When we look at a higher performance tire, which is what we're going to get with an EV, we're going to be looking at about roughly about 280 to 320 a tire. Now, to compare that, you're looking at about that same price range with a BMW 3 Series, and that's the non-run flat tire. When we look at run flats, we're looking at about 350. And then looking at like, um, I did this earlier, uh, 2019 Honda Accord. Uh, just looking at its base tire, I mean, it was $250, $270 off of, off of a tire website. So while the tires are not terribly inexpensive, um, I don't believe that it's because they're electric vehicle tires. I think it's because it's a very well-performing, higher load rating noise reduction tire. Gotcha. Um, so if you want, look for tires that are not for EVs. Just look at their specs, you know, look, make sure that they're going to hit all your check marks and see if they're priced different. If they are, then someone's definitely rolling on the EV gravy train of, of 2023. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Aaron, I really appreciate all the information on tires, and I think it's really helpful for people that are going to be getting into this space to have a better feel for what they're looking for going to the winter. Um, you know, this being our, our third installment for the winter driving series that we've been trying to do. So thank you for your time and your wisdom and expertise. Yeah, I, thanks for having me. Um, one thing I just want to add is, for everyone who's still listening here at the end, remember that the tires are the only thing that make your car touch the road. So not to do a scare tactic, but a, a tire can be the difference between um, a really bad day and uh, a not so bad day. So figure out a way to maintain them, take care of them, and they'll take care of you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Plug In For More. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out the one-stop EV marketplace, eVuniverse.com. Until next time.